Good morrow, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Why So Much Ado. My name is Jonathan, and this is the podcast in which we discuss, recite, and enjoy all the works of William Shakespeare. Today, uh, we will be starting a new venture, Two Gentlemen of Verona. Uh, we will be doing Act One, Scene One. Uh, my scene partner, Marty, is not here today, so I will be doing a one-man show with three different characters. So please make sure that you are paying attention and opening up your pages of The Two Gentlemen of Verona. We shall begin momentarily. I just want to thank all of our listeners uh, for tuning in and enjoying this wonderful comedy with me. And so we shall begin. Scene 1. Verona. An open place. Enter Valentine and Protus. Valentine. Cease to persuade my loving Protus, home-keeping youth, have ever homely wits. Weren't not affection chains thy tender days to the sweet glances of thy honoured love? I rather would entreat thy company to see the wonders of the world abroad than living dully sluggardried at home, wear out thy youth with shapeless idleness. But since thou lovest, love still and thrive therein, even as I would when I too love begin. Wilt thou be gone, sweet Valentine, adieu? Think of thy protis when thou happily ceased, some rare noteworthy object in thy travel. Wish me partaker in thy happiness, when thou dost meet good hap, and in thy danger. If even danger do environ thee, command thy grievance to my holy prayers, for I will be thy bedsman, Valentine. And on a love-book prayer for my success, upon some book I love I'll pray for thee. That's on some shallow story of deep love, how young lenders crossed the hell's pont. That's a deep story of a deeper love, for he was more than overshoes in love. Tis true, for you are over boots in love, and yet you never swum in hell's pont. Over the boots? Nay, give me not the boots. No, I will not, for it boots thee not. What? To be in love, where scorn in brought with groans, coy looks with heart-sorn sighs, one fading moment mirth, with twenty watchful weary tindious nights, if haply won, perhaps a hapless gain, if lost, why then a grievous labor won? However, but for a folly bought with wit, or else a wit by folly vanquished. So by circumstance you call me fool? So by your circumstance I fear you'll prove. Tis love you cavil at, I am not love. Love is your master, for he masters you, and he is, and he that is so yoked by a fool, Methinks should not be chronicle for wise. Yet writers say, as in sweetest bud, The eating canker dwells, so eating love, Inhabits in all the finest wits of all. And writers say, as the most forward bud, Is eaten by the canker ere it blow, Even so by love the younger and tender wit Is turned to folly, blasting in the bud. 
losing his venger even in the prime, and all that fair effects of future hopes. But wherefore waste I time to counsel thee, that art a Voltaire to found desire? Once more adieu, my father at the road expects my coming, there to see me shipped. And thither will I bring thee, Valentine? Sweet Protus, no. Now let us take our leave. To Milan let me hear from thee by letters, of the success in love and what news else. Biddieth here in absence of thy friend, and likewise will visit thee with mine. All happiness be chance to thee, Milan, as much to you at home, and so farewell. Exit. Valentine. He after honor haunts, I after love. He leaves his friends to dignify them more. I leave myself, my friends and all, for love. Though, Julia, thou hast metamorphosized me, made me neglect my studies, lose my time, war with good counsel, set the world a knot, made wit with musing weak, heart sick with thought. Enter Speed. Sir Protus, save you, save you, my master. But now he parted hence to embark for Milan. Twenty to one, then he'd be shipped already, and I have played the sheep in losing him. Indeed, a sheep doth very often stray, and if the shepherd be a while away. You conclude that my master's a shepherd then, and I a sheep? I do. Then why my horns are his horns, whether I wake or sleep? A silly answer, and fitting well a sheep. This proves me still a sheep. True, and thy master a shepherd. Nay, I can, but I, nay, that I can deny by any circumstance. I shall go hard, but I'll prove it by another. The shepherd seeks the sheep, and not the sheep the shepherd. But I seek my master, and my master seeks not me. Therefore I am no sheep. The sheep for father follow the shepherd. The shepherd for food follows not the sheep. Thou for wages followest thy master, thy master for wages follow not thee, therefore thou art a sheep. Such another proof will make me cry, bah! But dost thou hear? Gavest thou my letter to Julia? Ay, sir, I, a lost mutton, gave your letter to her, a laced mutton, and she, a laced mutton, gave me a lost mutton, nothing but for my labor. Here's two small a pasture for such store of muttons. If the ground be overcharged, you were best stick her. Nay, in that you are astray, twere best pound you. Nay, sir, less than a pound shall serve me for carrying your letter. You mistake. I mean the pound, a pinfold. From a pound to a pin, folded over and over, tis therefore too little for carrying a letter to your lover. But what say she? I. Nod? I? Why? That's naughty. You mistook, sir. I say she did nod, and you ask me if she did nod, and I said, eh. And that set together un is naughty. Now you have taken the pains to set it together. Take it for your pains. No, no, you shall have it for bearing the letter. Well, I perceive I must be fain to bear with you. Why, sir, how do you bear with me? 
Marry, sir, the letter, very orderly, having nothing but the word naughty for my pains. Beshrew me, but you have a quick wit, and yet I cannot overtake your slow purrs. Come, come, open the matter in brief. What said she? Open your purse, that the money and the matter may both be delivered at once. Well, sir, here is... Well, sir, here is for your pains. What said she? Truly, sir, I think you'll hardly win her. Why couldst thou perceive so much for her? Sir, I could perceive nothing at all from her, no, not so much as a donked for delivering your letter, and being so hard to me that brought your mind, I fear she'll prove as hard to you in telling your mind. Give her no token but stones, for she's as hard as steel. What said she? Nothing? No, not as much as take this for thy pains, to testify your bounty. I thank you, you have testerned me. In requiel, wherefore I'll hence carry your letters yourself, and so, sir, I commend you to my master. Go, go, be gone, to save your ship from wreck, which cannot perish having thee abroad, being destined to a dire death on shore. Exit speed. I must go send some better messenger. I fear my Julia would not deny my lines, receiving them from such a worthless post. Exit. That was Act 1, Scene 1, Verona, an open place. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, next week we will be doing Act 1, Scene 2, Verona, Garden of Julia's House. Uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, if you would like to let us know what is your favorite Shakespearean work, we would love to hear it and see what our next one, uh, after we are finished, all of Two Gentlemen of Verona. Uh, you could send us a, a message on Facebook or Twitter at We Have to Ask or at our website www.wehavetoask.com Thank you all again for listening. Uh, We really wouldn't do this without you, so please continue to listen. Like, hit all of the subscriptions that you possibly can. Uh, If you want to, send us a a message uh, from your messenger, and hopefully we will give you back some love, if not, maybe a pin. Uh, But again, thank you. This has been another episode of why so much ado, my name is Jonathan, and as always, sweet, sweet love to all of you. This has been another episode of Why So Much Ado. We'd like to thank our producers Amy and Heavy Lapses, and thanks to Skies and Cash for our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehaveteask.com on Facebook or Twitter at wehaveteask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksloth Network at peaksloth.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't... 
take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. <laughs>